team ERA. 27 innings pitched, they gave up 17 hits, 13 runs, 10 of which were earned, striking out 29 and walking 13. Speaking of walks, Clemson had 27 walks in the series versus Xavier. That's an average of nine per game. They did strike out 20 times over the three-game set and did not steal a base. They attempted once, but did not steal a base. Next up for Clemson is a Tuesday home game, 4 o'clock. Presbyterian will be coming into town, and we'll have coverage on network lines starting at 3.30. Hope that you can join us. Great weekend for baseball, though. And as always, go Tigers. Let me tell you about my guy, Nick Lavery. Do you need someone who knows the law on your side? I mean, really knows the law, like from both sides of the law, because Nick's been a prosecutor as well. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, he's your guy. He'll help you get what you deserve. Nick's office is conveniently located downtown Clemson, 115 Strode Circle. Nick's been serving our Clemson upstate community for more than 20 years. His areas of practice include workman's comp. If you're injured at work, everything seems to go in a tailspin. Medical costs, recovery, losing your paycheck. It all adds up to stress, uncertainty about the future. Found a workman's comp claim on top of everything you're going through can be overwhelming. Luckily, Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, is here to help you. DUI, I've been charged with DUI. It's a devastating event. can disrupt your entire life and your future. Now, being charged doesn't automatically mean you're guilty. It means you're going to have to, you need a quality South Carolina DUI lawyer to represent you in court. Um, you have that. Boat, car, motorcycle accident, been injured in a car, motorcycle, boating accident. It's time to call Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, to evaluate your case. The consultation phone call completely free. Wrongful death. If your family's faced with that awful decision to file a wrongful death lawsuit, it's vital to know exactly what you need and how to get what you deserve. Look, if your loved one dies due to someone else's negligence, it's time for justice. Nick Lavery will help you find it. Um, listen, schedule your free consultation today. Free. 864 654 excuse me, 864-654-3680, 654-3680, or visit online, L A V E R Y. Tell them I sent you. It's the way this deal works. Line's been busy all day. You can get in right now if you know what you want to talk about. So I, I thought the good that came out of it was I thought the first 15 minutes of the second half saw better backcourt chemistry between Chase Hunter and Joe Girard than we've seen at any point this year. And quite honestly, that's something I've been looking for that I haven't seen. I, I have really felt that Dylan and Girard and Joe Girard have almost had better on-court chemistry in the limited minutes that Dylan's been on the court. And I don't blame anybody for that. I just thought Dylan likes to push the ball more and looks for Girard on the wing as he pushes. And they, they seem to have a little bit of chemistry between them. But all year, it sort of seemed like Chase and Gerard are, are are looking for that chemistry, looking for that that sort of mojo playing off each other, um, which 
I, I just haven't felt it's really existed. It's almost more, been more like take turns rather than make each other better. I thought for the first 15 minutes of the second half, really for the first time all year, I thought they made each other better. I thought they looked for each other, and I, I thought it was working. When Clemson was up 12, I was pretty ecstatic. I thought, man, this thing is really coming together. This team's won two tough road environments, won three straight games, beat their nemesis in Miami. Uh, there are all sorts of positive things going on. Now, you know, some of this is just basketball. You know, th- that's the reality of it. It's It doesn't seem like really anybody in the ACC can sustain anything right now. You know, you, you look good for X number of games and then you fall off. The good news for Clemson is, from a national perspective, is that those road wins are going to serve this team really well when this committee starts to seed teams. Now, you can't, you know, collapse here at the end. And and I quite honestly, I expect a much better effort, a more concerted effort with Georgia Tech, and, and I expect... Um, Hall to be the major factor in that game and to sort of get back to uh, a basics approach. Uh, be more attack-minded, play more aggressively, and you owe this team one. Now, the other the other little part of this deal was the P.J. Middlebrooks uh, conflict. These two guys were yapping at each other. Uh, clearly, and again, Middlebrooks... Um, I've brought up Middlebrooks a couple times of late and said, I wish he was still on this team because what he could give you was a 6'11 guy, more fouls, who will give you some defense and some rebounding, score a couple hoops around the rim, and give P.J. a bit of a break. And I actually think, and I have said this before last night, I've said at least two times in the last two weeks, that I thought that, he was missed again, as much of you think of him as sort of a, you know, a nothing burger. He, he, he was, he was missed and, and he gave you something in that spot. Quite honestly, you've not had anything in that spot. The, the new plan didn't work as well as the old plan. And Middlebrooks has given NC state that. And, and look, in a game that's a one-point game in which you had a 12-point lead that was lost, in a game that's a one-point game, you can say that Middlebrooks being on NC State as opposed to Clemson was the difference in the game. And, oh, by the way, it was Middlebrooks and with his 6'11 body uh, challenging the last shot. And there may have been body contact there. I think there was. But it he was in the heart of 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 that deal um and so it was interesting to sort of watch those two guys obviously the, there was uh, no love lost uh between uh pj hall and ben middlebrooks none I, I you know i don't know if they if they didn't like each other prior or if this was just sort of the nature of of things having changed but it, it felt like you know, I, I can't be sure of this. You'd have to go back and really watch the tape. But it felt like Middlebrook started the talking. I, I I don't know. And that and then PJ aggressively went at him a number of times, but but it was sort of too late in my mind by by that point. Um so yeah. I mean I think that 
in a game that came down to a single point, the the minutes that Middlebrooks gave NC State might have tipped the scale. And I've suggested that before. I think it was a part of it. I think it was a part of it. Now, this uh, NBA three-point shooting contest deal, uh, the, uh, the battle of the sexes, Ramona, we had the battle of the sexes uh, with uh, Sabrina Inesco and and Curry. Going head-to-head, male versus female in the three-point shooting contest. Steph Curry eventually ruled the day. It, it looked bad for a while. It, it did. Yeah, it looked bad for us men for a while. Uh, uh, Sabrina came out on fire. She hit her first seven three-pointers before she finally missed. And it, it was starting to look... and. And you could tell Curry was a little stressed. He had a couple bad racks before he finally got going, sort of past the midway point and, and rallied to to come back and win. Uh, but it was sort of like an eerie deal anyway. They, they've got like, I don't know, the course lit with like yellow lights. I mean, it was just, the whole thing was sort of, was sort of strange. But Inesco certainly held up her part of the deal. She posted a 26. That's a Big number. You know, I don't know whether she fatigued a little bit. I doubt it. I, I mean, I just think she she hit a couple bad racks on the sort of the the uh, the way in, the second half, uh, where she was on fire up until like the midpoint. But she still posted a number that was very, very dangerous to Curry. She posted a 26. And, you know, there was debate among the commentators whether – whether Curry could come back and top that number or not. I, I wasn't sure, especially the way he started out. But he did he did rally to the cause. The dilemma came, Ramona, and so ultimately, by the way, uh Steph Curry won 29 to 26. You know, the the contest itself was was interesting from a three-point shooting style. It was uh, both participants shot from the NBA range. So they both shot from the NBA range. Uh, Curry used the NBA ball and, uh, and Inesco used the WNBA ball, which is a smaller basketball. Um, so there was a, there was an adherence to the size of the basketball that each respective league uses. But as the event ended, Kenny Smith, one of the commentators, Kenny Smith is arguing with Reggie Miller basically during the event. They pretty much argued about about everything. Uh, Sue Bird brought up the fact that a female announcer should have been part of this uh, announcing team. I think that's a fair point. I think if you're going to have a male versus female competition, you probably shouldn't have all male announcers. Oh, yeah, they do that in tennis. Right, I mean... They have both. Right, and there are plenty of women who could have filled that bill as a as an additional uh, voice on the panel that was covering it. It, it only makes sense if you're going to have battle of the sexes that you should have a female voice participating in it. Um, and so I was, I was surprised that that you didn't have that. And then 
Kenny Smith is being viewed as as a sexist uh, by many parties today. I've read some of the articles about Kenny Smith. They're just so ridiculous. As the contest is ending, right, Kenny Smith is suggesting that they should have used, Ed, I'll get to you in a second, that they should have used uh, the the, uh, WNBA three-point line for Sabrina Nesco, which is a shorter three-point line. And Reggie Miller's like, that's ridiculous. She wanted the... uh, the she wanted to shoot at the same distance. Uh, what are you going to say next that she should play with dolls? I thought that was completely over the top. Kind of took that more we're, wrong than he probably should. Right? I mean, because he went a little nuts about it. Because it's Kenny Smith's point. Whether you like it or not, is it makes sense. I'm not saying to actually do it, but it makes sense to discuss it because as Kenny Smith rightfully said. You're not using the same size basketball. So you've already had a departure. You've had you you've played to the respective league's rules. And, and Kenny Smith saying, why wouldn't you do that with the distance as well? Now Sabrina Inesco didn't want that. You know, Smith said, well, the women play uh from their own tees in golf. I, I think I think those are all reasonable comments. You what you have the right to do is disagree. What you don't have the right to do is is basically suggest he's a lesser human being for the things he's saying or that he's somehow right. a sexist uh, pig. Right. I mean, he just went, he went over the top about something that was just a comment. Well, again, right. Reggie you know? Miller, right. I think Reggie Miller's response was basically ridiculous. Um, and and I think right-thinking he people... The guy wasn't insinuating that at all. He was just pointing out the differences between what exactly. they so, had to shoot from and, and she's using a smaller ball. Right. He's saying that you've already... You, you've you've stuck to the basketball. Why wouldn't you stick to the lines that but each But did he know... I mean, did he know that she asked not to use that? I don't, I, I don't know if he knew that at the time or, or not. Later, Mil- Miller... Miller brought that. Miller brought but that still, up. Still, he, the other guy, kind of freaked out a little bit. Yeah. And, <laughs> look, here's you know the that? thing. In hind, in hindsight, and he took offense okay, for her. Right. He took offense for her. Exactly. And and I thought that part of it was was ridiculous. I think right thinking people could have discussed all that uh, fairly because I think it. it, it I, I I don't think Smith was out of line. I, I just I don't. I think he raised legitimate points. Now, again. In Inesco's case, what I would say is this. I would say she does not have the practice nor game history of shooting from that line that that Curry has. So I think Curry had a competitive advantage because he spent his whole career shooting from the li- these lines, you know, and and she hasn't. So it, the, the distance was new to her. I'm sure she's practiced her A off in preparation for it. That doesn't make up for the year's worth of Curry uh, shooting with that with that line. So I, I, I think that uh, I think she was at a bit of a competitive disadvantage in, in that regard. Therefore, in terms of what she did in scoring 26 and putting all sorts of pressure, and you could tell Curry was worried. Curry was worried that you know he's he was supposed to, it. yeah he's supposed to be the greatest shooter of all time and he's about to get uh, dragged by this woman who was lighting him up you know you could tell you could tell he was he was concerned and I I thought early on 
I thought he sort of succumbed to it. You know, sort of like the playoffs where he, you know, normally shoots terribly in big game situations. I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, I, I think that, I, I think there was there was something to that. But Anesco was basically, she was still, you could tell like when it was over, she's like, let's do this again. Like now, <laughs> you know, you could tell. I mean, she was like, she wasn't having any of it. She just wanted to, she wanted to win. And I, I think she thought she was going to win. And I'm not so sure if they did it again today that she wouldn't win. I mean, she's going to be right there. I mean, she is a amazing shooter of the basketball. And this is how far the women's game has come and how the talent level has changed. And oh, by the way, Steph, you better retire soon because Caitlin Clark's waiting in the wings to take Anesco's place when Anesco bows out of this uh, out of this contest. But it was it was pretty good. That that part of it was was pretty good. That's sort of the only part that was pretty good. But but uh, but yeah, the little battle of the sexes was basically a toss up, especially when you consider that Anesco was not used to shooting in that range. I, I would suggest to you it was a toss up. And she was 100% a legitimate challenger. I don't think Steph Curry really wants to run that back. I think he would prefer not to do that again because you can tell he was sweating it. Hey, uh, look, it's always the right time to give a special gift from Turner Jewelers. All right, you didn't come through on Valentine's Day. There's still time with after Valentine's Day specials. You can make amends. Uh, you can say that, uh, oh, I bought this, honey, uh, four weeks ago, and I just misplaced I it. it. Right. I, I hit it. I hit it from you, and I forgot where I hit it. Uh, regardless, their season professionals help guide you the perfect selection. There are so many choices, necklaces, earrings, watches, rings. Whatever you choose, your eyes will light up. You'll see a gorgeous smile. A lot of guys are unsure about buying diamonds. It's a serious investment. Turners will educate you so you know you're making the right decision. One of the latest jewelry trends are lab-grown diamonds here. Really, they're about half the cost of diamonds from a mine, and they're beautiful. You can choose the exact type of lab-grown diamonds based on the same four C's. That's cut, color, clarity, and carat. And Turtles will show you all the options. Ultimately, a lab-grown diamond is a diamond. She's absolutely going to love it. You can trust Turners to take expert care of fine pieces of forever or permanent jewelry, so they'll last a lifetime. Turners has precision technology that solders even the most delicate pieces easily and quickly. It only takes a few minutes. She'll love seeing them restored. When it comes to wedding rings year-round, nobody says, I do like Turners. Go see the local family jewelers with more than 60 years of expertise. Visit Turner's Jewelers today in the Applewood Shopping Center in Seneca. Turner's Jewelers, where Southern Hospitality meets Diamond Know-How. 864-882-5414. Tell them I sent you. 864-882-5414. And you'll be first up on the other side. We'll also talk a little uh, Clemson baseball uh, again. We started the show with it, but we're going to hit it in a little more uh, depth on the other side. Quick break. Access to the internet is critical for educational success. If you have a child in grades K through 8 in Oconee County Schools or K through 12 in Pickens County, your family qualifies for receiving $30 off your internet bill each month, regardless of your income level. At Upcountry Fiber, they want to make sure your child has the ability to connect and succeed. Visit upcountryfiber.com forward slash ACP or call 888-760-2111. At Upcountry Fiber, we're here for you. 
Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. It's moving day, and Tiger Moving Company is here to help. Skip the headache. Hire the professionals with the right tools for your move. They're a clean-cut and reliable team, pack and assemble furniture seamlessly. So all you have to do is make yourself at home. To top this all off, they even start and stop the clock at your house, charging you a flat hourly rate. No rounding up. Call today at 908-9028 or email tigermoving at gmail.com to make your next move with Tiger Moving Company. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizin Kizumab Rizzi. A prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults. Nothing is Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Don't you want to just sit back, relax, and breathe fresh air in your home? You'd be surprised by the amount of dust and bacteria that is sitting in your duct system and circulating in your home. Zero Res is the only company I trust to get my home insanely clean. Right now, mention me, Mickey Poller, and The Roar and get $50 off your next air duct cleaning. Use promo code AIR50 when scheduling online at ZeroResGreenville.com. ZeroRes, spell it backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? Babbel's interactive lessons are created by real language teachers and voiced by real native speakers using a modern conversation-based method. So in no time, you can start speaking confidently about real-life topics in another language. Nosotras vamos a México en dos días y ahora hablamos español. Gracias, Babbel. Sí, muchas gracias. <laughs> Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Start learning a language today at Babbel.com. Calling all Clemson fitness enthusiasts. Our exclusive Lululemon collection brings you the perfect blend of comfort and performance. Elevate your training sessions with Lululemon's innovative activewear that keeps you looking and feeling great. New colors and silhouettes are arriving soon, so why wait? Spring into action with Tiger Sports Shop and gear up for success. Visit either of our stores or shop online at tigersports.com because Tiger fans don't settle for anything less. Go Tigers! 
Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here, letting you know if you want to stay on top during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. When you wake up well-rested on a great mattress, everything becomes clear. I do overthink everything. Things you missed when you were tired finally reveal themselves. I should just get fake plants. It's the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Get a king bed for a queen price. Save up to $700 plus a free adjustable base with select Sealy mattresses. See a lower price? We'll match it. The right mattress matters. We'll find yours. Restrictions apply. See store or website for details. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Your home for Clemson women's basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome to the Red Rage. We are back. Ed, you're up first. Ed, what's going on there? Ed, good to have you. Well, it's good to be here, Walt. Um, first of all, I wish you to beat South Curry. Secondly, if... Uh, oh, me too. Smith, oh, oh, guy, oh, oh, me too, by the way. I, I was, I was, I was team Sabrina, no question about it. But I, but I, just thought, mm-hmm. it, I, I thought it was ridiculous today that we see in all these articles... Uh, suggesting that uh, this is the problem and Kenny Smith ruined the event and blah, blah, blah. It's just absolute horse crap. Grow the freak up. I mean, he raised a legitimate point. He would have been better had he worded it differently. He would have been better saying, you know, well, the NBA plays with a different three-point distance. That gives uh, Curry a competitive advantage. You know, he could have he raised the issue that way because you, you set off all the nutcases in saying it the way he said it. Yeah, it doesn't take much. And here's the thing. If I'm Kenny Smith and Reggie Miller pops off and accuses me of being a male chauvinist pig, right. I'll punch him right on the right. head. Right, you know, it's thing. right. You know, that's actually the biggest issue. The issue is that, that Miller acted so uh, so out of line in terms of public commentary about about Kenny Smith. Like, what are you going to say next, that she should play with dolls? I mean, that's that, that's just bull crap. I mean, th- that is yeah. not an appropriate response at all uh, to what Kenny Smith said. Way out of line. Yep. But anyway, I got you a little bit of a – it's really not a lefty Brazil story, uh, but it's a part of his coaching. My dad went to Furman back when he was coach at Davidson, and they were in the same conference. And Berman had some halfway competitive teams, but never in the caliber of Davidson. Well, his junior year, 
Davidson came to the Greenville Memorial Auditorium, ranked number four in the country. And Furman just had one of those magical nights, and they beat them up pretty good. And they were ranked number four, Davidson was. Well, instead of doing like all the fans do when they knock off a big shot and they're going, we're number one, all the Furman students and fans chanted, we're number four. <laughs> <laughs> all over the Greenville Memorial Auditorium. But, you know, I, I y'all were talking about him the other day, and uh, it was kind of like the dead game. I couldn't quite remember if he was alive or dead, and I got to thinking about it, and I said, well, he's alive, I know, because uh, – You'd had him on, yeah. I don't know how long ago it's been, but anyway, I Googled him, and he was still living then, and I just was stunned to find out he passed away right yeah. after I Googled it. I may have jinxed the poor guy. Yeah, and we might have done that, um, too, now that I think about it. <laughs> Ramona's there shaking her head. We might have had that dead game conversation, too. I don't know. Yeah. But I just couldn't get him on one more time, but I really enjoyed all of those interviews you used to have with him. I love it when he said Frank Howard tried to recruit him to coach at Clemson, and he said, I said, oh, you just use bike bill house. It's got 4,000 seats. You'll never need more than that. And he was like, I ain't going there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, have a good show. Yeah. I'm with you all in on Clemson. I, I was watching that game, and I said, I hope we find a way to get out of here and go back and regroup because I didn't like the way we played either. Didn't like all of our defensive intensity. Did not like going to the block with Hall. I knew as soon as I saw that NC State class, we can foul him out by halftime if we go inside, but they didn't do any of that. I'm like you. uh, PJ hit a couple threes. I I don't know. They they, They got to control that better. But anywho, y'all have a great evening. Yep, thank you. I appreciate the call. Yeah, again, I I, I think where you want to be is 75% PJ in the paint, 25% uh, top of the key. Uh, You know, and and you can reverse the ball through him, et cetera, and you can run your actions out there with him. But 75% of the time, he has got to be, any way he gets there, 75% of the time, uh, he has got to be in the paint because this team is never going to get to the free throw line if he's not. It's just that simple. It's not even about what he does himself. It's what he does for everybody else by creating fouls on the opposition that you don't create if he's out at the three-point line. It, only Chase Hunter. Chase Hunter is the only other guy who really gets to the free throw line. And so... It takes those two guys. But as I said, look, the good news, I think, well, the good news is the game didn't really hurt you that much. I mean, your position is secure, but, you know, you you want to, you're playing for seed now. And that's why these games are vital. You're playing for seed both in the ACC tourney and the NCAA tourney. And it's, it's why you can't pass up these opportunities. You can't. You know, you can't play with the degree of focus you played with and intensity on the road and doing the right things against the likes of North Carolina and and uh, and Syracuse and then come home and, and think like, well, you know, we don't have to pay as close attention to detail here because the crowd's going to carry us and we're home. You haven't played all that well at home. You know, you, you actually have been 
road warriors and played better on the road. And it's the road warrior part that's going to serve you well when this committee uh, starts to execute judgment. But in the meantime, you got to shape up at home and and take care of business and and do the right things. And I just I didn't feel like that happened. I just it's just astonishing to me that you go through a half of basketball at home and you shoot one free throw. And that again, that's not on the officials at all. It's on the way Clemson approached it and half one. And as I said, with Burns, he's he's a bit of a slug defensively. Now he's got great footwork for a big-bodied guy offensively, but he's a bit of a slug defensively. And there's no way he can cover guard PJ Hall. There's no way that Middlebrooks uh, can guard PJ Hall. Those two guys are human fouls. They're human fouls. You go inside to PJ in the first half. They every. Both of those guys would have been out. They wouldn't have had any more fouls to give. So, yeah, um, I'd like to see a back-to-basics approach against Georgia Tech and punish them inside with Hall. And and don't forget him moving forward because I just – it's free throw attempts. You have to have that category, and you especially have to have it at home. There's no way you should lose free throw attempts at home. Um, Clemson baseball, Doug Kingsmore, uh, good start, three and zero start. I mean, you can't be better than three and zero. Was it all pretty? Mm, I don't know. Uh, Sunday wasn't so pretty, um, and and maybe you still have some answers there, but at least temporarily. You may have found Friday and Saturday's answers in Barlow and, and Tristan Smith. I think both of those guys uh, did what you needed them to do, performed well, made you think that that uh, maybe they're the answer. You know, you've got Nick Clayton in there eating up some innings too. Uh, there were some there were some good signs early. I'm not, look. I'm not going to jump in overboard on this early. I think. I think we've done that with Clemson baseball uh, too many years now. Um, and, you know, last year, obviously, you, you turned things around from a, a difficult start and went on the magic run where you seemingly won every every game for, you know, t- nearly 20 games. Um, and the team was playing remarkably well and seemed to have all sorts of momentum going into the regional and it, it did not carry through obviously. Um, but new season, a lot of different pieces, you know, this is sort of the discovery phase. You have an idea, but you have to see what it all looks like. Um, obviously Canarella starts doing Canarella things. Blake Wright is playing second as we thought he might. Um, and, you know, he is a very productive player. You know, you had to rework the infield uh, almost completely. You know, the the outfield center and left was set. Obviously, Will Taylor uh, missed Sunday's game due to a death in the family. Condolences to the uh, to the Taylor family. But and and Will is was off to a little bit of a rough start Friday and Saturday. I think he had was he one for eight or something. Uh, that doesn't worry me at all. I mean, I, I, I think Taylor 
is going to have an incredible year. I think he's going to prove himself to be a round one caliber draft pick, and he follows a round one caliber draft pick in the uh, in the order. So when you have Canarella and Taylor in your one two spots, I think you could be tough to beat just for that reason alone. Uh, I think those two guys are going to pose people all sorts of problems, and that goes defensively because I, I, I mentioned this last week. I, I think it's going to be really difficult to have any success hitting the ball in the left center field gap. I, I just think uh, if that's your plan, you know, <laughs> good luck to you because I, I think you're going to need, <laughs> I think you're going to need luck if that's your plan. I, I just think, uh, I think those two guys in left and center are going to be unbelievable in every way. All American caliber players, round one caliber draft picks and uh, batting one, two in your order. Hey, uh, let me tell you about batting number one in the order. That's iron drive floor coatings. You're working with a locally family owned company in business nearly uh, 15 years. Jake and his dad started the company. Um, his dad actually started it 15 years ago. Jacob really uh, runs it now. Those dad is, is still part of it. Um, when you want the best, you don't just have to take my word for it. You can go to Google where iron drive floor coatings have the most five-star Google reviews in their industry. They have 12 in-stock color options and limitless customer colors. By the way, how do you get to have the most five-star Google reviews in your industry? Well, for one, you invest both in your employees and your equipment. See, it turns out strangely enough that, when you have really good equipment, the floor coatings last. When you have this $1,000 bought it yesterday off a guy on the street equipment, the floor coatings don't last, and they stir up a ton of dust. You don't get any of that with Iron Drive. Iron Drive has invested over $40,000 in the equipment to do these jobs. Um, and then they invest in their employees. Most of the Iron Drive employees have been with them seven, eight, nine years. They come and they stay. So you're not getting somebody who, you know, is going to be working somewhere else next week either. These are the, some of the inherent advantages that lead people to love Iron Drive. Ultimately, though, it's the it's the product. Go to irondrivegaragefloors.com for a free estimate to schedule their services. Decorative epoxy coating installation. Why epoxy as opposed to some of the other coatings that are available? Well, because this is South Carolina. And, uh, and the dilemma is that these other coatings don't last in this humidity. So it has to be epoxy. Don't let other people uh, twist, get that twisted. Easy to clean, extremely durable, transform your space. They've installed over 1 million square feet in the nearly 15 years they've been in business. Go to their website, see the gallery of finished jobs. Treat your garage floor, your mechanical room, your patio the same way you would in covering your bedroom, kitchen, or den floors. They've done jobs all over the upstate, including most likely the neighborhood you live in right now. They do commercial installation as well. Go to irondrivegaragefloors.com for a free estimate and to schedule their services. Uh, trust me, you will thank me later. And then lifetime adhesion warranty, guaranteed as long as you own your home. That's amazing. Walter to the Road Rage, quick break. One more segment. You can get in if you want. I'm off tomorrow. You'll last chance to speak to me until Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive. 
for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. It's the moment you dream of, the moment you work for, train for, run wind sprints when nobody's watching for, the moment when hours of gym time, court time, prep time, all culminate into this time, the moment when millions of bounces, blocks, and boards all add up to this, your moment. Ingalls, we're with you every step of the way. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFriesFRYES.com. Hey Clemson, we need your help. Supporting the Clemson Tigers is in our blood, and so is giving back to our community. You can do that by donating blood with the Blood Connection. Every two seconds, someone needs a blood transfusion. Our local hospitals rely on community blood donors just like you to help our fellow Tiger fans in need. When you donate blood with TBC, you know your donation is making a difference right here in the upstate. Just go to thebloodconnection.org donate to make your appointment to save lives today. When you're looking for the beautiful gift she deserves, do what I do. Shop at Turner's Jewelers. They have an amazing selection of silver, gold, precious gems, and diamonds. And Turner's can create a custom piece she'll absolutely treasure. Whatever the occasion, trust a tradition of family excellence for more than 60 years. Shop now at turnersjewelers.com or visit them today in the Applewood Shopping Center next to Belk and Seneca. Southern hospitality meets diamond know-how at Turner's Jewelers. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sumbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. Do bugs directly affect the health of our trees and shrubs? The short answer to that is yes. So we have a very, very targeted program to take care of the bad bugs, but to leave the beneficial bugs alone. We have a real problem with a bug called an ambrosia beetle. It'll drill into your tree and eventually kill it. So we can prevent that simply with a preventative bore spray. Leave it to Snyder Tree Care. So what exactly are the net rankings? I have no idea! Tune in every day until March as we try to figure it out. The Roar, where every day is game day. Where it began 
So good. Love, sweet Caroline. We are back. Lots to get to. You want to get in and join the conversation, you are welcome to do so. You know, like I said, you can't be better than 3-0 and out of the box. It's Xavier. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to go overboard on, on what we've seen. I think, you know, this team still has quite a few question marks, but I think when you... When you look at the first two spots in the order and you look at those two guys in left and center, if I'm right and both those guys are round one draft picks, and and that's not like a a uh, uh, an inspired thought. I mean, I I think it's been pretty much discussed in the past that, especially with Taylor, that he was at one point considered a round one type guy, and Cantarella is getting that type of love now. So it's not like going overboard saying that. I mean, I and and I know Will is off to a whatever he is one of eight in the first two games. Again, he didn't play Sunday. I I don't care about that at all. I'll be shocked if he doesn't have a big year. I I just think when, I don't care who you face, you're going to face much better competition than this. But regardless of who you face, Canarella and Taylor are going to be a problem. Those two guys are going to be a problem for anybody and everybody you play all year. And I think they're going to do great things. I think they're going to put a, a ton of pressure on opposing teams, including when they're on the base paths. So I, I think that's significant. I, I think having Blake Wright hitting in the three spot is uh, is exactly where you want to be, too. Um, and then... You know, when you look at some of the other guys that that are going to make an impact, you know, the the Michigan transfer Obertop, I think is certainly going to make an impact at catcher, and he can DH as well. But I think he's going to make a big impact on this team. He, you know, you're going to one of the things you're going to have to replace from last year's team is the power, uh, especially as that season went on, because you know you had some. Big time pop in in Grice and Anamic, and you're going to have to replace that somehow. Uh, I think Obertop can give you can give you some of that. Um, and then Cooper Blouser at first, you know, uh, Blouser was uh, was great in the offseason. He was great um, in the preseason outings, and he shows some pop at first base. Obviously, uh, really good bloodlines with uh, with Cooper Blouser as well. So I think a lot of potential, a lot of potential there. Um, you know, you, you still need to sort of see how it all fits and see how it all plays out and see what kind of adjustments you make moving forward. But I think there was a lot of 
I think you still have a lot of good stuff, at, at least at the start here. And as I said, maybe for me, above all else, look, I know this team has a lot of arms, but I still wanted to see what Friday and Saturday look like. And, and granted, this is not a statistically relevant sample size. Uh, you know, it just, it's not. But, um, but it's a good start. It's a good start. And, and Barlow and Smith uh, look like they're, they're cut out for those roles. I, again, I don't know about Sunday yet, but I, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to worry too much about Sunday. My my concern coming in is do you have high-quality starters on Friday and Saturday? You know, and Barlow's got some bulldog in him. Um, you know, he's a guy who wants the ball, and and Smith has some talent. So I, I like what you see there at least as the season begins. And that, to me, that's sort of the biggest question mark heading into the year. It wasn't that... Clemson didn't have arms. The team has a lot of arms. It's it's. Do you have elite Friday and Saturday starters that can compete with the likes of you know I don't know Wake Forest for example. Maybe that's asking too much. But to be a team on that level, you have to have those guys. You know, is this team going to score runs? I think they're going to score runs again because you'd have two of the best table setters in the country. So I think they're going to score runs, but I think there's still some questions about the overall power, the overall pop, and we'll see as the the season unfolds. And then I think the key question is, as the season progresses, as you face a higher level of competition, Will Barlow and Smith still be in those slots, and will they perform like you need Friday and Saturday starters to perform? To me, those are the questions. Um, Texter said, left 12 or so runs on base the weekend. Yeah, I mean, Clemson basically had the bases loaded all weekend. So, yeah, there's that. I mean, I, 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 think, uh, I think you're right. Texted, I think the Tiger, Texter 940. Oh, there's 940. I think the Tiger basketball players are spending too much mental time wondering why the Tiger crowd is not as passionate as the football crowd. That's an interesting thought. I don't know. That's an interesting thought. Um, Samuel Ted says Cooper Blouser looks good. Yeah, again, he should. He. <laughs> He comes from great bloodlines, and he looked good uh, in the preseason. I expected him to uh, to look pretty good. Uh, what is this? Uh, I see you there. I see you there, Ramona. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good job, Texter328. Texter328 sent me about 10 texts, and um, and they're all good stuff. That's, uh, that's well done. And by the way, uh, I appreciate all of your texts. I appreciate all you people who contribute in whatever way uh, you contribute. And uh, so, yes. Um, Texter says, um, and by the way, he appreciated the Clemson basketball talk time. He said, UConn versus the field, who you taking today? UConn. <laughs> yeah, UConn. 
I, I'm, I'm part because the field doesn't look very good. Uh, let me get back to that in a second. Ramona, uh, what's going on over at the Krispy Kreme? Because you just, you oh are my just, God. Uh, you've basically been exploding over there waiting oh to, to tell me whatever uh, it is you uh, have to tell me. They have something called, this is to the 10th of March. They have something called Chocomania. <laughs> and they, all these donuts are covered in Hershey's chocolate. Hershey's chocolate? Yes. The first one is a cake chocolate cake donut oh with Hershey's God. chocolate on it and icing and the other one is by uh, the way by uh, the way on that on that topic before you move forward yes you know I like both kinds I I, I love the yeast donuts I'm also a big cake donut person I like them all you yeah. do too I agree how about yes. that yeah I do. yes uh, the next one is Hershey's it's called Hershey's black and white it's white icing with uh Hershey's chocolate all over it and chocolate chips on that thing. Mm, mm. And then there's Hershey's uh, chocolate ice. They use Hershey's to ice the chocolate. And this one, Walt, oh, my God, I've got to read this to you <laughs> if it'll click. Okay, here we go. It's a donut filled with Hershey's special dark fudge cream dipped in Hershey's chocolate and and topped with crunchy brownie pieces. Oh my God! With sprinkles. Oh my God! And y'all see the picture? You die. <laughs> oh my God! You die. Uh, you know, and oh, and, and what better combination than Man. donuts, than Krispy Kreme donuts and Hershey's? Are you kidding me? I know. And so Anderson Spartanburg Krispy Kreme. It's the Reese family where they've been doing the donuts right since the early '60s. You know, bring the kids. You can watch your donuts being made right through the glass partition, then take them home with you. Right. See, they make the donuts where they sell them, where most of these uh, donut frauds don't. <laughs> That's Krispy Kreme. Trust me, get there. Anderson Spartanburg, for all your uh, donut needs, they have all of your uh, coffee drinks, all of your warm and cold drinks, depending on what the weather is here, and you can never be quite sure of that. Uh, it's it's the Reese family. It's Anderson Spartanburg Krispy Kreme. Go see him. Go collect. That's just through March 10th, right? On all that Correct. Hershey goodness. Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so get get there get there for that. Uh, to answer this question, Yukon uh, versus the field, who are you taking? Uh, you know, first of all, the way Connecticut is playing right now is just scary. And they have so many answers and so many pieces. I mean, you know, you can make arguments. If you're talking about all-American team, you can make arguments that a lot of these guys are all-American candidates. Um, you know, I... I think that, that Tristan Newton, the point guard, who's averaging like seven rebounds a game as a point guard, I mean, I think he's been instrumental. Understand, he was basically a role player on last year's team. Now, he's, I think he's played like a first-team All-American. The, at the center position, UConn starts seven-foot-two Donovan Klingon and brings another athletic seven-footer off the bench. So even if something happens with Klingon, it's not like you get a reprieve. You go, you just get to face a different seven-foot athletic center. But Klingon is a game changer. He changes everything that happens in the paint. He's seven-two. He can move his feet. He's just. It's hard to get a clean shot in the lane against Klingon's length. It's just really, really difficult. They have great three-point shooting. 
they uh, can get to the rim. Multiple guys who can get to the rim. They guard. Uh, their coach is insanely intense, and he just doesn't take any prisoners. And therefore, it, it's just it's very, very difficult. They can beat you any way you want to play. You know, they're that's how good they are. And right now, they're they're just destroying people. The one caveat is Hurley likes to posterize these teams. And he he sometimes keeps his starters in a little long for my taste in blowout games. But, you know, it, it hasn't come home to roost yet. We'll see if that if that remains true. But when I look at the rest of this field and ask myself, you know, how many teams could actually beat UConn? I, I don't know. It's a very small number. They would have to play their absolute A game, and Connecticut would have to play, you know, a C game. It, it, it's been done, all right? I mean, we've seen it done. You know, uh, Villanova, one shot 78% for the field and taking down Georgetown to win the national championship. It, it, it can be done, but it's going to take that kind of effort. So I would take UConn versus the field as of today. I just, I don't, in part because there's not another team in the field that I look at and say, man, I love them. You know, I don't see another of those teams. Uh, stay tuned for Tiger Hour coming your way. Obviously, a lot to talk about. It's a really great show. Brad does a great job with the kids. You get to know the players. You get to know all the people behind the scenes that you don't normally, that you're not normally uh, cognizant of. So stay tuned for that. It's coming your way right now. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. The show may have been previously recorded. Welcome to Tiger Hour with Clemson men's basketball head coach Brad Brownell. Presented by United Bank. United Bank, providing excellence in service. Proud to be united with the Tigers. Member FDIC. Coke Zero Sugar. Is it the best Coke ever? Find out for yourself. Founders Federal Credit Union.